What is going on, convicted Christian community? We are on the road. We're on the road. This is the second time we've done a podcast outside of the studio. Second time? What was the first time? We did one when we were in lockdown. Remember that? I did one at home and you did one at home. And we recorded that that podcast on a fly. Yep. Now, you probably might hear some people walking by. We are actually in a hotel lobby uh, doing a podcast in Melbourne, as, 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 the, as our American friends would call it, Melbourne. Hey, how you going? Great. Uh, we just got people walking by. Um, crazy. It is 1.45 a.m. Probably. One forty-five a.m. on a Saturday. So if you hear a lot of people uh, screaming really loudly and all that when they walk by, um, you might know why. Melbourne nightlife is pretty cool. We're in my hometown, Melbourne. What's up? Stand up. That's where I'm from. And why are we here? Okay. Oh, oh. This is super exciting, guys. That's right. So Kay, Kay myself, you surely, is a, is a crypto influencer on TikTok. Um, some of you may recognize me, some of you may not, but... Um, Bybit is a crypto exchange and they hit me up and they're like, yo, yo, okay, we'd like for you to come and join us in our corporate event to enjoy the show. Yeah. With all the cars going around, round and track, right? They're Formula One. Formula Ones, right? And, the, and so they're like, we're, by the way, we're sponsoring the Red Bull team, so we'd love for you right. to join us. Um, and uh, we'll hook you up uh, a, a flight ticket, a you know, hotel room. And an and extra ticket for your for a guest as well. And I yeah. thought, hey, I bring uh, I bring D over here, and we will go around with cameras pointing at stuff, not only around the events but also you know around town as well. Yeah. Um, and you know tomorrow is Sunday. We're really keen to check out the church in the area as well, um, and just. Just, yeah, just getting around places um, and also getting to meet some of the really interesting people that are involved mm. in the crypto industry too. Yeah. yeah. So, so long story short, we have done a lot in the three days we've been here so oh, far. Yeah. Like we have we, done a lot. I think we filmed over like five, six hours worth of content. We have, yeah. In raw. We met a lot of people, yeah. which we'll talk about. We're literally doing a podcast at 1.45 a.m. because yeah. we love Jesus and we want to keep making our content as well so exactly. we just got that hustle mentality that's fueled by faith that's right. in by jesus faith. christ hustle mentality fueled by faith. <laughs> we should trademark that eh? Hustle mentality <laughs> we should by make that on a t-shirt exactly right actually, actually speaking of uh, t-shirts a message on t-shirt mm. this this i don't know how many of our followers like, they probably know, won't be able to read that yeah you gotta come and read it out for them yeah i actually kind of remember what it says yeah. Uh, what does it say? 100% cotton, washed with diamond hands, do not FUD, trade with care. All right. So you know if you know. Hashtag you know if you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Hashtag you know if you know. Okay. Uh, so we've come to the, to Melbourne, yeah. see the Formula One, yeah. as part of a cryptocurrency mm. that's flown us out and set us up in this hotel. Yeah, the exchange. Yeah, yeah. And we've met a whole bunch of other people as well. Yeah. Uh, let's shed some light to our listeners a little bit about the other people who are here. Oh, wow. There's a lot of people, so like we don't need to go through each name. Yeah. <laughs> but we're also for confidentiality, maybe. Let's yeah, leave, let's leave name to, name, to names out. To me, it's the influencers that I'm meeting as well. Oh, they're very driven people. They're very passionate people. They, they like what they do. Um, and I see some similarities with like Christians in that. Like You see some good convicted Christians, like the ones that listen to this podcast, right? 
Uh, and uh, and we we have this fire for Christ, and we want to like mention His name whenever we go places, right? These guys are a little bit similar as well. They find the topic of their interest um, very uh, very shareable topic. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And I just want to encourage all the Christians to actually have that passion for Christ. Because mm-hmm. like you actually want to, that's like a topic that you're interested in. Yeah. Because it matters and it impacts your life. Yeah, right. And so in many ways, I've seen some, some similarities. Obviously, you know, we're driven by different things. The purpose can seem a little different as well. Um, and not, not all of those will, you know, some of them may mask itself to seem quite similar to what like other Christians do. Much like some Christians just have secular motives sometimes as well, right? But I think in many ways, um, what I found this culture is that we uphold each other's passion. Even in the same passion that is crypto, we, we actually express our passion in different ways. Mm-hmm. As well, even in the same topic, right? Uh, we have different strategies, we have different different outlook on, on mm. what would happen to this this part of the world. Mm. Um, and so, when I did share with them that I was a Christian, this is how I intend to live, and you know, albeit I'm not perfect, uh, there was some level of acceptance and respect, and and you know, listening here towards that, mm-hmm. which I found kind of encouraging. Yeah, I think one of the things that's been really cool is this this past weekend um pretty much every person we've met we've been able to share the gospel with I think praise god well, yeah. um now obviously me and Kay, like we're pretty we're pretty uh, fired up about jesus and we love sharing it with anyone yeah. but um it doesn't have to look like this yeah yeah what i was gonna say is like it, it still comes with the grace of god that those conversations come up but they they just do so uh, most of the questions that I got asked was like, how do you know, how do you know Kay? And I was like, know him from church. church. Um, people ask you, like, what do I do? And I tell them, I'd, like, I do this and this and this and I go to church and I'm involved in these things. And it also just manifests in a way that I talk about my life. So obviously in, in the career aspirations and life aspirations I have, there's, there's a faith element that has to play into it. So it, it just comes up into conversations, but it's been really handy because I think every single person we've had a conversation with about Jesus, mm. have you had any interesting conversations so far? It wasn't anything saucy. A lot of these yep. people that we met were just so new as well. So I guess it's just, just sort of planting the seed, you know, even, even for a shallow basis, you know, this is, that's just sort of how things are, I guess. Any reflections on your, your chat so far? Yeah. Um, I've actually reflected on my own faith a little bit as well. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. Um, how do I actually differentiate myself from these people, from the fact that I'm a Christian? Um, yeah, there is the, the you know, uh, there is the obvious, you know, differences, you know, the, you know like we don't want to get drunk or... You know, yeah, yeah. We're not running away, uh, yeah. running by. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Woo! At 1.45 a.m. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, actually, we, we probably are still doing that. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, these these people aren't perfect people either. We're not perfect people either. So I'm like, okay, well, there's a difference between me and these guys. Mm. We talk about the same thing with the same objective, which is to generate wealth in this field. Right? That's, that's just our trade and that's our profession. But we go, okay, well, what's the... Like, I, I just have to do a lot of reflecting during this time as well. Mm-hmm. You know, how can I set myself apart in this mm. in this in this space? Whilst being respectful to these people as well. Right? And whilst knowing that these people are broken people, how can I maintain my respect towards them, right? And my love and care towards them as well. Mm-hmm. 
um, and to be able to showcase a, a life driven by a different goal mm -hmm. whilst we talk about the same thing and the same objectives so I think that was really really tough we, we did I did find it quite refreshing that I could actually nerd out with these guys a little bit you know yeah, yeah. I feel that I'm in right now yeah which is good um, and I think it's definitely what I focus on is just letting them clearly know that we are we are Christians mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To, to just start off with that point and then they will I guess pick up on not only from us but from other Christians around their space that we do things a little bit differently and there is mm -hmm. hope and a peace that comes with who we are as Christians yeah mm -hmm. yeah so overall it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting time away uh, what another part of the interesting time away is that I've gotten to know you a little bit better as well <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I just want to encourage all the listeners that, you know, if you're hanging out with your, you know, Christian mates and stuff, like, go away with them, mm. you know? Like, just, it, it could be, you know, we, we sort of one-on-one -on -one at the moment, but we do involve other people as well. Those are good, good situations as well, but yeah. try to go in as a group and, you know, build on your closer relationships as well. Um, you don't know a person until you share the same hotel room, <laughs> right? Separate beds. Yeah, separate beds. Hey, you live and learn, right? You live and learn, eh? You live and learn. It's been interesting because as a Christian person, you almost don't enter other people's personal spaces, right? Yo, yep. I think that's actually one of the hardest things, right? Is people who get married realize that mm. is like entering into the space of, of another person for the rest of your life. Exactly. And right. then they say one of the biggest things about, about marriage is realizing just how sinful yeah. the other person is just as you are. And that realization for people is like, oh, wow, that's when they realize like, you know, your two sinners coming together. Exactly right. But I think it's also really important for people who are married or not married mm. to, to do that. Mm. I think a lot of people struggle to, to have people come into their personal space because it means that there's someone analyzing something different in, in, your, in yourself. Exactly right. And it opens up a little bit, of, little bit of vulnerability. Exactly right. And I wonder, like, the, the secular people who are sort of quite liberal around, you know, sexual activities and stuff like that, when that stands or whatever, I wonder if it's actually better at, like, at, like, at, like, just dealing with this kind of stuff. And just, what do you mean? I don't know, because, like, well, as Christians, we don't really, you know, I mean, we do go on camps and stuff, but, you know, there are some social and cultural barriers to that, depending on the church you go to. Mm -hmm. And also with, uh, with, yeah, with like intimate relationships that, that share a bed with somebody it's, we don't really do that right? mm. we don't really do that um, if you do do that I mean God still loves you God will forgive you just, just turn back it's okay like there's no there's no judgment from this podcast but we just want to encourage you to you know find you know have your gaps filled in your life through Jesus mm. not, not through just those relationships right? yeah of course but uh, but what I really appreciated about that this time was that you you lay into me on a lot of like the things that I'm doing wrong as well. And like, yeah, yeah. many people have the privilege to see that because we don't really go in and you know, share the same space and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and even from my, you know, my interactions with uh, my friends and, 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 the, and the people that I'm connecting with here, we do have a bit of a debrief on like how we have behaved with these people. Yeah. And we actually talk about these things. And I find that quite refreshing. And I think, uh, and I really want to encourage our listeners to actually build on relationships within their lives with with another friend you know accountabilities that will go beyond just checking in but more so like i've seen you do stuff and you're stuffing up here bro mm -hmm. 
but don't get me wrong because I love you because hmm. I'm here I, I found that incredibly encouraging um, to be around one that I would entirely attribute towards God's love for me hmm. Yo, actually, dude, I got a, actually got a, I got a, I got a story for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I a story for our listeners because you were there. Yeah, okay. So, remember the other night when we were in that restaurant? Yeah. So, one of the guys who's on this trip away, he's having some issues. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sounds bad. <laughs> he's having issues. Yeah. He's having some like physical issues, right? And yeah. I'm a physiotherapist yeah, by yeah. by nature, so so we've been having a lot of chats. And when we were having a chat at the restaurant, I was just getting into it, and I didn't realize that like you know we're, we're in a restaurant, right? Yeah. So I got him and like we're doing some like stretches and some movements and I'm having a look at in some stuff in a restaurant surrounded by all these people and then I'm getting him standing up yeah. he's he's like doing some of these movements and like do you want to lie down like checking his checking how he's going yeah, with his range no he didn't he didn't lie down yeah, yeah. he was about to but I was like I was like at that point I was like maybe we shouldn't, shouldn't lie down on the yeah, ground it's yeah you don't know what's on the ground yeah. but then we we're doing a whole bunch of other movements and I'm showing him stuff and I look around and there's, there's people looking at us and like people taking photos and stuff as well yeah with like the representative yeah yeah like the official yeah yeah so that's it always get your movements in pretty high um high level yeah dude he's like he's a big dog yeah yeah. so he's one of the big dogs in one of the cryptocurrencies yeah yeah um the exchanges the exchanges yeah and he like he deals with a lot of of bowlers yeah yeah. and so his job's just constant on the move and and like wouldn't you say he's like attitudes like the chillest like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's so like he's so like he's got no one to impress. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 I like that about him though. Yeah. yeah. But once you get to know him, man, he's he's actually such a killer dude. Yeah. I reckon like that's the thing I've really enjoyed about this trip is I reckon there's some friends that you made I've made from this trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like yeah. if I if I ever go to this guy's hometown, like I reckon I'd hit him up yeah. and catch up. Yeah, yeah. catch up for yeah. like a drink and, and see dap what's going on. Dap it up. Yeah, dap it up, that's it. And be like, how's your stretches going, mate? <laughs> um but no, like he loved it. He loved it. Um, but that's one thing that's like been really cool. Showing love, right? As well. Yeah, hundred like, percent. You, know, you, you paid for your services. Yeah, that's it. You just you just got up like the restaurant full. Like no better time than now. That's it. That's good. Free consult. Yeah. I'll charge him later <laughs> in crypto. Send him a free in crypto. Yeah. yeah, but no, that's the thing. There's been some people we met on this trip, mm. like big time ballers. Mm. One thing I realized about this this trip away is that like people's lifestyles are really different. So just to give our listeners a little bit of context, some of the people who are um, from from the company we're with mm-hmm. basically travel maybe once a month or once every twice a month mm-hmm. actually. When they're going away on these trips, they're staying up late night, going out for dinner, going out for drinks after. Like we just saw some people mm-hmm. just get back and just before we did the podcast, like one yeah. thirty mm-hmm. every single day they're away. They're also still working as well while they're on this trip. Mm-hmm. We see people in the uh, influencer realm as well mm-hmm. work really weird hours. Yeah, yeah. So for us in Australia, they'd be working American time. So when most people in Australia would be sleeping is yeah. when they'd be working. Yeah. And when most people are awake, they're sleeping. So their schedule is really different. Mm-hmm. And it really got me thinking, it's like it's a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. As someone who's kind of in that a little bit, mm-hmm. I've got a couple of questions for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Rapid fire. (laughs) How do you find yourself? uh, How do you find yourself functioning in that? Yeah. um, I I am relational, and that's what I find it difficult in this industry. It's that I I don't. 
have many people to bounce that off from. Mm. I do. I can just hit these guys up and have yep. a chat. But these guys are also incredibly busy people. Mm. Like, just like me, right? Like, I, it, once you have followers, you get busy, right? So yeah. it's hard to hit them up. And when I do hit them up, their, their, their conversation and their time is deeply appreciated. Mm. But it's not Christian. Yeah. Yep. Oftentimes. Because mm. I'm yet to find that, right? Um, and so these real life Christian, you know, to, to seek everything in one relationship is also quite difficult as well. Like you want yeah, of course. Christian, but I don't. Yeah. So you can't get everything from from me. Yeah. So it's it's a yep. lonely journey. But having said that, mm. in many walks of life that I have, I used to think I was alone in this, but arguably being a physio in your particular practice area group, you are also arguably alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're you're not only just a physio, you're also a brown man. Yeah. You're also uh, an immigrant. Yeah. You're also in a particular city. Mm. And if you really narrow it down on those um, elements of of, of of the factoids that make who you are, you're also quite unique. Mm. And in that space, really, what I've grown to do is rely on Jesus mm-hmm. to the point that I rely on him because inevitably I've no one else to rely on. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we can, if you if you really lose your character and you don't you don't really lean into who you are as a person, mm. just meet whoever you want and there's friends. Mm. So you're saying in, in, to help you kind of function through that, you you really lean into your your faith. I, I have to mm. because inevitably some elements aren't going to be understood yeah. by my friends, and it's unfair for me to demand that understanding from these I, people. I always wonder, like, how do these people have relationships though? Like, how do they have have friends? Do they have friends? I I don't know. And to be honest, Hard to say. We, we haven't spent enough time with them to, to figure that out. These questions with them. I did I did have a chat to one guy. Yeah. And because I was, I'm really intrigued by this, right? Because like I'm saying, saying to, to my listeners, to, to our listeners, yeah. <laughs> my, to my listeners, listeners right? <laughs> on this podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a really way to divide, to divide the room here. That's what happens when you hang out with a friend for a weekend is like, you really divide the friendships. Like this is my friends right here. My listeners um, was I was really intrigued because there's that that difference, right? Whereas for me, I, I work during the day, I sleep at night. And this guy sleeps during the day, works at night. Mm. So for me, I think like how are you involved in like, you, obviously not, he's not a Christian, but how are you involved in social life? How do you involved in sports? Like how do, how do you function how most other human beings do? So I had to ask him. I was like really interested, right? And long story short, uh, like he's he's got some friends and stuff, but he doesn't really have those connections. Exactly. Right. And so what I see in that is like it's a, it's a bit of a lonely world in it, which is okay. You know, some people are okay in that. Like this guy, I think he is really just comfortable in that. Like ask him, what do you do in your spare time? He games. It's like okay, you don't really need other people to game. You can talk to people online, and so he's happy in that, and he's got his own path of where he wants to go. But I, I've just been really intrigued to see how like you, you, how much you, how you don't say the other side lives but like what I can't fathom is how do you have a family in that yeah I did hear you raise that many times for us to speak to, I, I think I think when these things become an issue, you need to monitor them from a relational point of view, mm-hmm. I think, right? You've pointed out a lot of issues in my life and the way you do that is by being relational with me first. And, yep. and that's a real Jesus model, I think, as well. 
part of me goes, I wish I could know these people more mm. and to be able to build these relationships with these people more. Yeah. And be able to um, be able to speak into their lives not, that isn't just confrontational, mm. that isn't just based on logical reasoning on what's right and wrong, but mm. from the angle of hey, I care about you, I love you. Mm-hmm. I guess what I guess that's the heart that God gives to a lot of Christians is that we we want to be loving and giving ourselves to others mm. to the point that we want to show elements of love. I, I genuinely believe when you stood up in that restaurant and oh, yeah. guidance is yep. because you were guided by Jesus' love to show care to others. Mm, mm. It is arguable that anybody could have done that. Yep. People even without faith could have done that. Mm. I disagree. Mm. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah. I think there is there is shaping of your character that leads you to such a point. Mm. Get, ask you this now. Like, wh- why did you do it? Why did you stand up and help him? Mm. What was going through your heart? What was going through your head? What kind of feel me in that? So, interesting about what you said before. Mm. Uh, J- Jordan Peterson actually said this as a as a quote You're on. A fan? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fanboy. Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there who like really like. Oh, Jordan Peterson's words like final. I'm not that. I don't watch a lot of his stuff. I don't like watch everything he says. And like, yeah, Jordan Peterson. So <laughs> don't paint me in that picture, please. <laughs> but I do. I do listen to some of the stuff he says because he's quite. He's quite philosophical, and I actually really. Uh, I'm really intrigued by some of the thoughts that he has on stuff. And so this particular thing he was talking about on a on a podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, it is. And I, I, I like Joe Rogan from, from the UFC and stuff. He was talking about morality mm-hmm. and he goes, the fundamental morality in, in, in humanity mm-hmm. has to come from somewhere mm-hmm. and it comes from the Bible. Mm-hmm. He goes, there's no other logical aspect or point of view mm-hmm. of where morality can come from. Wow. Controversial statement. Controversial statement yeah. for a guy who's not a Christian. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to quite a lot of the stuff he says, yeah, he has quite a lot of Christian elements in it mm-hmm. because I think he logically realizes that the Bible has truth mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. There's a logical reason to it and there's a, a, a faith element to it. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting what Jordan Peterson thinks mm-hmm. on these and things. How he came to be who he is. Yeah. It's quite interesting. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But when you think of that, there's, there's an element of, like you were saying, uh, anyone could have gone and helped this guy, whether they're Christian or not a Christian, but mm-hmm. that fundamental morality of love and care mm-hmm. comes from the Bible. Yeah. And for us, we know that that comes through faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. So for, for us, it's not like we think about, oh, I'm going to love this dude by doing these things because that's what I've been told a program to do. Mm-hmm. It's uh, We go and we do that because of faith mm-hmm. that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. The reason why I helped this guy out was for a few reasons, and I'll be honest. One of the reasons is I am wanting to create some content for myself. So I've got um, my own sort of uh, media content that I'm doing with my with my profession. Mm-hmm. And so this weekend has actually been a good opportunity for me to to look into that and delve into my opportunities mm-hmm. with that. Um, are, you, are you happy with the progress you made so far? I'm really happy with the progress I made so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah really, really happy. Yeah. But you're, you're still pushing more. I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. So I'm, I'm, I'm really early in that process. Um, for our listeners out there, so I really wanted to make a lot more content. Just to just so that we, we're not, you know, erring on misunderstanding here. Your 
the, the purpose of your content is to promote yeah. well-being. Movement and well-being. Movement and well-being. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So, so um, just in case, you know, there might be some people who think, oh, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. I, I genuinely see the character in you. Yeah. You know what? Like, D is wanting to do this for people who are in pain. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah, okay. um, you genuinely believe that you have the skills and the I do. to share with these people, right? Yeah. Excuse me. And I, I think there actually is a, a faith element to it, which will we'll talk about in a minute mm. but well, that's one of the reasons why I did it so there, there's that intention to why I helped them out the other intention to it was we just had a really good conversation on the first night Mm-mm. he's in his mid 30s he's a pretty fit guy you've met him Mm-mm. you've seen him yeah he doesn't think so can you believe that yeah right like, he, he genuinely is quite a fit looking fella okay but in his mind he doesn't think so and he thinks he's old he thinks like you know his body's given up on him mm. there was a lot of predisposing thoughts and beliefs that that were coming out and as we were having conversations and as I got to know him better like I said before this guy's now a friend to me Mm. he's a friend that if I went to his country I would hit him up and so for me when when it turns into that there's an innate care and love that comes out Mm -hmm. so if that was just somebody I met that night, I probably wouldn't have been like, oh, let's do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So the, the relational aspect. The relational aspect came, came to it. To that. But keep in mind, I just met him the night before. Mm-hmm. Most people you know, wouldn't do that with someone they met the night before. Mm-hmm. But we just hit it off. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a, a sort of connection that you make with people, right, mm-hmm. where you go like, man, this person's actually my friend. Like, they're, they're cool. Mm-hmm. And so from that, I really wanted to help him out. Um, and there was that love and care that came from it from my knowledge and understanding how can I give that to him and there's no intention behind it in a sense like I'm not going to charge him later you know we're joking about yeah, it before yeah. but like I'm not going to be like oh I'll charge you the bill later it's like no I just want to help you and I believe that is what God's calling me to do mm-hmm. and that's why I love my job in a sense that I see my job as not a 9 to 5 or not a paycheck at the end of the day okay. I see my job as a blessing to manifest the the glory that God is put train through me Mm -hmm. and so when I do my job and when I'm helping people move better and and basically live a better quality of life and well-being yeah I'm doing that through the skill set and the the tools that that God has given me your job is a is a is a rather affluent one in in the sense that you get paid pretty well. It is, yeah. And and you, um, there is there is a bit of like the, a lot of respect, yeah, right? yes. How do, how do you stay grounded in a lot of that? And to, to come back to, to to come back to that motive that you were speaking of here, mm. and I'm sure you won't always stay on that wavelength. Too. Yes. So like, yeah. How, how do you actually come back to that wavelength again? And how, uh, yeah. Do you feel like you deviate from that stuff? I do, definitely, definitely, I do. I think I've come to that understanding through time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I, I I won't lie that. There's an element of respect that comes from from people when I tell them what my job is. Mm-hmm. And I don't feed on that, you know what I mean? Like I'm not looking for that, that response. That? I think people do, like I do it time to time. Mm-hmm. I'd be lying if I didn't. And I, I, I'd, like, would, would you say that's not the same for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anyone who's who's doing a profession, mm-hmm. if they were to say that they, they didn't lean into that, mm-hmm. um, what's the word? Is it self-righteousness? Pride. Yeah. Pride is a great word. Lean into that pride when you tell someone what your profession is. I think I'll, I think they're lying. Mm-hmm. To be honest, mm-hmm. I've rarely met anyone who is completely humble. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's handed to them in a silver spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's definitely 
definitely times where like I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into that and it gives me that little like mm-hmm. little fill up. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it, it, it doesn't because I've, I've learned to realize as well, once you tell people, like if I go, hey, I'm, I'm like, ask me, what are you doing? I say, I'm a physio. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, you're a physio? Wow. And that little like 30 seconds or like pump up you get yeah. just goes away. Yeah. And if I kept feeding into that need, mm-hmm. then that would manifest into that need and desire that I need it all the time. Yeah. And I know that that would just lead to crappy outcomes, right? Because mm-hmm. whenever I see someone, I'd be like trying to gear a conversation to basically tell them yeah. what I want from them. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't give me what I want, it's like, I'm just going to be picking at straws. So what I realized is like that, that feeling is great. But if I leave, if I keep trying to dive into that and, and, and look for that mm-hmm. as my point of satisfaction in life, I'm never going to find it. So mm-hmm. what I realized is I'm a physio, but that also means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. And there's some people like on this weekend as well, like there's some people who I've told them I'm a physio and they're like, whoa, that's sick. Mm. There's some other people you tell like, I've told them I'm a physio. Mm. And they're like, oh, okay. Cool. I don't think they even know what physio is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it really depends on who you tell. Like I'm a serious Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> so you, you, you do what? <laughs> you feel people? <laughs> Feels you? <laughs> um, well, actually, it's not, it's not wrong, really. <laughs> I mean, I do feel people. <laughs> that sounds so bad. You just like, you just touch me straight up and be like... How's that feel? Yeah. How's that? How's that? How's that? How's that? How's that? Like, without sounding too too crude, if I was to go up to some homeless people and say, yo, I'm a physio, mm-hmm. they would just go, great, can I have five bucks? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. And if I was to go into like a private school or so and tell them I was a physio, they'd be like, oh, wow, like, yeah, now now we think that this guy's cool. Yeah. So it, it depends on the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, who cares about that? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the homeless guy and that, those private school kids, they're, all, they're the same person yeah. to God. Yeah. And so what I've learned is I actually am still quite, confident in who I am so that's why like, I don't shy away from telling people I'm a physio mm-hmm. and you know that like I'll, I'll tell anyone because I don't think I need to have that self uh, false humility yeah 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 I'm, I'm quite confident and 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 proud in that sense of the gifts and the tools that God's given me mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but I don't use that as my identity I've um I, I, I've come to respect that about you Right. Not because you do <laughs> you, sound, you, sound, <laughs> you sounded like some real old wise guy yeah. from like Lord of the Rings. Oh, I've come to respect yeah. that in you. Because you're, like, you're, um, yeah. so you're a good friend of mine. So to, to say nice things to you isn't really in my system anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Me hanging out for the last three days should be a clear enough. Yes, yeah. it's that's, very clear. Yeah. Oh, you'll be both right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm, I'm sitting and going like, come on, like, but I, not, and I respect not because. Hey, you guys, boys, what's up? Huh? We're filming some content. Yeah, we're filming a podcast. Yeah. Come in. Who cares? No, Come matter. jump in. What did you guys get up to today? Uh, we're doing a bars. Yeah. Yeah. You, you as, what? As a local, you know, I had to. Use some... Oh, you're local. You're local. You went through like four different places before. Did you guys? Did you go clubbing or did you just go to the bar? No, it's a bar. Just you two. Nah. Us. Um. Um. 
The dudes from Jumps. The dudes from Jumps. The dudes from Jumps. Oh, yeah. The dude and the dad. Abhishek and I forgot the girl's name. Yeah, right. Yeah. They came in well before you guys, though. We saw them come in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went for a kebab. Yeah, we went for a fucking kebab. You went to what, HSP or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, okay, so a bit of an origin story. When HSPs first started, when there was a Sydney Facebook group called HSPAP, HSP Appreciation Society. That started about 2012, 2013-ish. And then, like, it was only like sort of New South Wales, right? Yeah. But then, like, there was like one or two places in Melbourne that picked up on it, mm-hmm. and so everyone sort of kind of did pilgrimages to like these places, like 20, 30 k's out of the city. Yeah, yeah. And like the place we went to was one of the first places yeah. near the CBD that started doing HSPs. What's it called? Uh, Viva. Oh, Viva, yeah, I've been there before, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I actually walked by um, CBD Kebab, you know, like on Southern yeah, Cross. Yeah, yeah. And like, we, when I was in high school, man, we used to go there. It used to be like a an hour away. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Nossal High School in oh, Barrett. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, what year? Like, did I graduate? Yeah. 2014. Do you know Shevin? Yeah, I do. Shevin yeah, yeah. C. Shevin, Yui, um, fucking, like... How do you know him? Because, like, you know, we had, like, we had beef, you know, Melbourne High versus... Oh, Nossal. did you, you Melbourne High? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh What year did you graduate? Uh, 2013. Oh, just, yeah. Who else, who else do you know? Shevin, who like, else? I know, like, almost everyone from Nossal. Eric Newen, fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what those guys are doing now. Nah, Eric. Do you know Kazan? Shevin's like doing his photography stuff. He got yeah. engaged. Um, Shevin got engaged. Yeah. Oh, unreal, dude! Like I love he, Shevin, he man. Has, He's like, the most like picture perfect like sort of relationship. Yeah. Um, and Yui's doing big law, like yeah. sort of like you know big five, big four, whatever. Um, who else is doing stuff? Like name some names. Do you know Kazan? Kazan Singh? No. Uh, oh, like I've heard the name, but I don't who know else him. was there, man? Bro, I forget people from 2013. Like, because they're the year above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 what year did you graduate? 2013. 2013. 2013. Oh, I graduated uh, 12. Adelaide and Melbourne High, we did um, the exchange. exchange yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went yeah. to Adelaide High. Yeah, so, so like, this guy at work, um, Bennett, he had his billet, and his billet is the most interesting dude. Like, he got arrested at White Night, which is, like, the equivalent of Vivid, like, for, like, stri- like stripping naked and then jumping onto the <laughs> cam and then grabbing on. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Like, in high school. Yeah. So I was just thinking about the economy, right? As you get to our age, you either start caring about furniture and like housing and buying a house, <laughs> or, you st- or you're still doing shit like Ben Kwan. Yeah. yeah. Ben Kwan, he has an Instagram page dedicated to him called Kwan Out Doing Shit. Uh, yeah. Well, like, he just like does shit. Like he, he yeah. played in an orchestra the other day. Yeah. yeah. Really? He's taking all these drugs. He runs like four minute, like four minute Ks. So he's just like, is, is he single? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I agree. With me. I feel like when you get into your mid twenties, you either yeah. go like into that like settling down, yeah, yeah, or you yeah. just like just yeah. just yeah. just lean into that single yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like to you, these people's lives and you know how they feel obviously matter. And so I want to know, like, what what led you to you know caring about all the sort of the mental health, especially I think like, physical. Yeah, I get it, but you also want to lean into the mental. Stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And when we were like talking, yeah, you, you asked were, me about, about share something, and we yep. were like, "Nah, we'll save it for the podcast." Yeah, you want to just tell me about like your—is that your experience that you're about to share with me? Is that what we're going to do? What? Yeah, a little bit. So, um, part of part of my, I guess, years of experience and knowledge and understanding, and 
through my field, you realize that physiotherapy and basically helping someone with pain isn't just helping their physical movements. Um, there's a lot of other elements that play into pain. Um, and that's why like, you know, check out, <laughs> check out my page. Uh, what is it? DNA physio. <laughs> Give myself a little plug on my, <laughs> what is it? Um, yeah, I'm tripping, man. It's like 2am. <laughs> um, is, is that we know that there's a physical limits, but that we know that mental health plays a big factor into pain. So when people have low uh, mental well-being, their pain levels are, surprise, surprise, worse, or they don't get better. <clears throat> we know stress plays a big factor into pain. Your diet, your sleep, um, there's so many of these different things that matter. And uh, as I, you know, studied more and even with my own like fitness journey along the way I've learned a lot about this stuff and I want to really incorporate that into the way I give advice yeah. and that's what I do in my practice now anyway is I don't just go like you know here's how you can move better see you later but I want to try and empower people to have a better quality of life mm-hmm. and uh, understand it well-being so part of that is is a huge understanding around stress Right, mm. and we talked about this before upstairs. Is how people interpret stress is really different. Mm. So someone like you who who loves public speaking could mm-hmm. uh, basically go give yeah. give a toast in front of twenty people mm. at a restaurant, mm. just spontaneously and go like, "Yep, no worries," right? Yeah, right. Or just go and interview people on 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 the street of like, "Hey, what does crypto mean to you?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, if we put some some of our friends in that boat, right, like one of our, our producer, if we put our producer in that boat, yeah. he would, uh, like, really struggle. Yeah, he, he'd have some moments. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't do it, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. So he wouldn't toast and I don't think he would do the interviews mm-hmm. because it's too much pressure for him, right? Okay. It's just the way God's gifted him is that he's not as, as out there with um, – He's not as, as extroverted in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. So for you in that situation, the stress levels aren't as, as high. Still a little bit, but not as high. For other people, it's a lot more. So an example for that is public speaking. So some people like re- are really good at public speaking. Some people find that really hard. And mm-hmm. if you are someone who finds it really hard, take note next time you're doing public speaking. You notice that you start perspiring, mm-hmm. that your heart rate increases. What that is is your sympathetic nervous system coming in into play Um, so your autonomics nervous system is basically that whole thing that keeps you in in homeostasis and balance your sympathetic system kicks in which is a whole flight and flight fight or flight Mm -hmm. response and when you come out of it is when the parasympathetic has to kick in Mm -hmm. to make it in in balance Mm -hmm. which is fight flight Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so for people who do public speaking and a sympathetic nervous system kicks in Mm -hmm. it, it 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 elevates what we know about our body is that we weren't made to be constantly fired up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't always have your sympathetic nervous system firing. Simple way to think about this is you can't have your heart rate beating at 150 beats per minute mm-hmm. the whole day, yeah. right? Yeah. Even Usain Bolt can't run 100 meters in 9.58 seconds mm-hmm. for five times in a row, is right? I hope it is. I hope it because that'd be a mad very, flex, right? Can you ch- ch- check it out <laughs> while I'm talking, right? I actually, I really hope I got that right. That's <laughs> what did Usain Bolt's best 100 meter run time? Okay, here we go. Come on, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What did I say? 9.58. 9.58 is what you said. Um, you saying okay? That didn't work. <laughs> One hundred meter, best. fastest hundred meter sprint. Time. 
nine <coughs> point. Ready for this? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Nine point five eight seconds. <laughs> Usain Bolt, right here. I'm a genius. <laughs> Do you know the cool thing? Yeah, that's it. That's what he does. <laughs> Have you seen that photo of Usain Bolt running uh, and there's like a thunderbolt that's that someone him. took a photo of him running and there's a thunderbolt behind him. Get out. It's got to be the coolest photo I've seen in my life. Yeah. I'll show you it later. It's yeah. so cool. Anyway. That must be a trick on us. Maybe, yeah. It might have been Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about before? Oh, yeah. yeah. So even, even Usain Bolt can't run 100 metres five times in a row, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. At 150 beats. Yeah, 150 oh, beats. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're made to only have a certain amount of that, that sympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. kick in. And now, why am I telling you all this stuff? Yeah. If somebody has stress, so they do public speaking and then they, you know, they've got to take their kids to school and, you know, the kids are rushing out the door and then they've got, you know, 10 assignments that need to get done at work and the managers on their case and they've got to think about what they're cooking later that night and, yeah. you know, the in-laws are really you know, angry at them. Yeah. There's a lot of, sounds like a normal life. <laughs> yeah. it's like, so like, is that me? So like Tuesdays, <laughs> yeah, right? that's it. So you're talking about my Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Is that like you, you're always pumping, right? Yeah. And so you, your stress levels are constantly fired up. Yeah. That affects your ability to recover. So it affects your sleep. Mm. It affects your um how your muscles recover if you were to exercise as well, like how your muscles would recover the next day. If you're in pain, it affects your pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are really important things to know is that like, you know, pain doesn't just necessarily mean there's tissue damage there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, this is a whole conversation. That's why this, this isn't a podcast for it. Mm-hmm. Um, go check out my page. Um, I really hope that it can be an encouragement mm-hmm. um, and an education uh, for some people. Yeah. But why am I sharing that is that I realized also for myself, you know, like my job is quite intense mm-hmm. um, and it's not just my job. Some of the other stuff I do is like, you know, like I, I, I do, I do keep myself busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we're doing a podcast at 2.40 in the morning, right? Wow. Crazy. On we're crazy people well. on a church night as well. Oh, and <laughs> the good Lord's bringing us through. Yeah, that's it. Um, so I, I had this bottle upstairs, which was uh, like a stress relief capsule. And that's why you asked me. You're like, what, what is this? Yeah. What, was the, what, what was the question? Do you remember what you asked me? You wanted to know. You want to know something. You're like, why are you taking I, that? I, I feel that like a healthy person yeah. shouldn't be taking any mental-related medication, right? Um, mm. You know, like, and... I, I just I just carefully floated it even though we're close friends it's like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to seem insensitive if that was born out of some some condition that you obviously didn't feel comfortable enough to share with me so mm. I had to take that step forward right yeah yeah and I just sort of thought what you know I'm a bit unhelpful what the hell's the matter with you yeah. <laughs> what's the wrong with you yeah, what's wrong with you why, why, why are you taking this and yeah, yeah. in this yep. sort of thing you know what I mean like um, yeah yeah I would do the same thing if you're doing something like, like on a physical level as well. Like I saw like a puffer. Yeah, you did. Like, yeah, you're like, do you, do you, you have asthma? <laughs> yeah, because like should yeah. I be slowing down? Like do you, if you run behind? I mean, I mean, I'm not as fast as you saying but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you know what the tropical triad is? No. Have you heard of that? No. Uh, asthma, hay fever, um, eczema. Yeah, right. Oh, so, no, so what happens is is. People, they, they, people live with some of that. Yeah, so they call it the tropical triad because people from the, the 
tropical areas generally have a sensitivity to that more. So I find for myself in, in spring, I actually have... I used to get more like asthma related issues okay. and like my eczema would play up and stuff. Yeah. That's why I got a puffer. But th- come back to the bottle. So I, I should preface like the, the bottle isn't, uh, it's an over the counter thing. So it's not prescribed by a doctor. Okay. Um, yeah, which you actually, you don't know that. Yeah. So it's not prescribed uh, by a doctor. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, pretty, um, yeah. it's actually from a fitness company. So I use their protein and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, they sell this as, as a, as a thing, and obviously I've, I've done my research into it. I'm just just buying it out of out of a whim. But I'm not kidding you, dude. It actually works. I'll tell you what it helps with me for. Um, I don't take it every day as well. So it's not like I need to rely on it. Uh, I think that's a really important thing that I want to stress is, is I'm not reliant on it to relieve stress because that's, I think, poor – uh, understandings and mm. you know poor solutions mm-hmm. but what I use it for is when my day's really busy so I think I've told you that there are times where in my job like I, I don't even have the time to, to go take a toilet break mm-hmm. like from the moment I start work to like lunchtime, mm. it's just go 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 mm-hmm. and when you're sort of seeing a fair few people and trying to work out a whole bunch of different things and um you know, trying to work out different cases for each person and there's different elements to it is that your mind's constantly like, I've got a whole bunch of things going on. Mm -hmm. I I really can't describe what the job's like to someone who isn't really Mm -hmm. in a health field. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess like emergency doctors or like other, some other health professionals would understand what it's like. Mm -hmm. You can't, Mm -hmm. you can't describe what it's like to someone who isn't. There's two jobs that are the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm So front for myself and like I actually have been able to do it where like I'd be typing notes and I'd notice that I carry a lot of my attention in my upper traps like most people. And when I tell you that take a moment to be mindful of it, mm. I go like, yeah. huh, I realise like I'm carrying that tension. And then what I notice as well is like I can pick up in myself and this is what has come from a lot of self-reflection, the times when I'm getting a bit stressed in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'd notice that my... Ah, what's the word, man? When patient, patience, my tolerance reduces down. Um, I get a little bit more angrier at things, snappier. Yeah, but not in my mind. Not, not actually. I don't. I never get really snappy, but it's in my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you just yeah, it's just mad face. Yeah, it's like what? Uh, come again, <laughs> come again for big fudge. Um, yeah, like I mean, no, no, you, you're. I think you're doing right. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, yeah, I, right. oh, yeah. I'm angry all the time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Incredible Hulk. I'm yeah, just yeah. angry all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I can, t- like, I know my mind when I'm getting, like, snappier and, and stuff like that. And so in those moments, I'm going to realize, oh, okay, like, I've got a bit going on. Mm. I can't stop that, though. I can't just, like, go and crawl into a corner and be like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Mm. So in those moments, that's when I go like practice and mindfulness would be helpful. There's some other things that would be really cool, but I also don't have the time to do it. Yeah. So to, to take some time out to... You just take the drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I just, I just, I just line it up and just... <laughs> Christian podcast. <laughs> CCC, we're, uh, we're a Christian podcast here. We're don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, but I'll take it and actually genuinely it's helped. It's helped me. So, uh, and I'm not like, I'm not an ambassador for them. Like I'm trying to sell their product. And like, you know, like I, I don't go into something and be like, yo, like I need to take it. That's going to help me. But it has. So I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, right. This is actually 
helpful. Yeah, I can't even describe what it's like, man. Like genuinely, I'd like, like my stress levels just drop down, and I'm like more. Uh, I want to say mellow, but I, I don't know whether mellow is the right word. What's in it? It's got a bunch of stuff in it, man. A bunch of stuff. There's some like natural. There's some natural stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Like there's some words that like people wouldn't understand mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. Um, but you've looked into it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, because like I've, I'm heaps into fin- fitness and stuff, right? Yeah. So I've looked into like new new tropics. Yeah. So there's a lot of like new tropic stuff in it, which essentially is like stuff that helps with like brain stimulation and stuff. Okay. This is a whole can of worms, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I'm keen to talk about, but yeah, you know, okay. this is more like I reckon more of my fitness content stuff. I will. I personally would stay away from those, even though it does what it does without any other effects, right? I I'll, I'll just be honest and open with you, and I I I just pray. I just pray. I, I don't think there is there is a drug strong enough for the stress that I go through. Yeah, hang on. I genuinely, I, and when I see you sometimes, right, I, I genuinely feel that I have a better tolerance to stress than you do. You have a better tolerance to stress. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd pay that. Yeah, hundred percent. That's okay. <coughs> <laughs> you asked my mom that, she'd probably say the same thing too. <laughs> yeah, I reckon like, I mean, everyone's got a different, different tolerance to stress. Exactly. It's the same thing with like pain. Everyone's pain. got a different. Yeah. Pain and just strength. Yeah. You can lift yeah. Well. You, can, yeah. you can probably lift heavier weights than I can. Right? Yeah. It's a different thing. Um, God works in different ways. You know, yeah. Like, and all those things. Now, I, I have a question. What does, like, do you think, and just be really honest about this and, and do be ready to answer mm. and explain. Why don't you pray instead? <laughs> Here's the thing, man. You can't you can't just tell someone to pray mm. through a situation. Mm. I don't think that's how God works, and I don't think that's how that I don't think that's how prayer works into our lives. And that's why I think okay. we need to be really careful with that. Yeah. And I'm happy to share about this stuff more in another podcast um, because we've been meaning to talk about this for a while, but I don't think I've actually talked to you about this. So yeah. this is what happens at 2.45 on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. overseas is I've, I've had my own, like, I guess, uh, battles with, like, mental health. <clears throat> um. And when so when you hear someone say like why don't you pray mm-hmm. through it, mm-hmm. that uh, that's that's hard to hear yeah. because if you think that I haven't tried to pray through it before, yeah. I'd be like man are, are we friends? Mm-hmm. Genuinely, if you like thought I haven't actually tried praying hard, yeah, hard enough, and if you thought the answer was pray harder, mm-hmm. I'd be concerned for you as well, man. Mm-hmm. Now, like why I share that is like I don't take these these stress capsules because of my mental health. Okay. They're, they're, they're kind of irrelevant but also linked together. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's not because of like poor mental well-being is why I take it. The reason I take it is actually for – uh, like for my fitness sort of stuff, but actually it plays into mental well-being. Like I don't want to be consistently stressed, and that leads to like poor mental health. You know, there's a lot of things that like you can do that helps with 
being in better mental health, right? And that's that, that's part of the reason why I do my 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 page. That's why I look into the stuff. For, hang on a sec. Yeah. That's why I, I look into the stuff that I, I do is that I want to give people a different tools and understanding to have a better quality of life that I talked about. Yeah. Mental well-being plays a big factor into that, man. So, but coming back to what I was saying before, it's like, in terms of like, I guess my own battles with like mental health, like we can talk about that more in another yeah, podcast because yeah. we, we need to do a podcast on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I used to think like that as well, man. Yeah, yeah. I used to think like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've actually been really called out by like some of my friends who've got mental health, man. <laughs> like really called out. I, I think you're, you're right. The answer isn't afraid hard enough. But... But, but also, because prayer isn't something you do hard. It, would you would you say would, would you say like when you ask something from your father, you gotta ask it hard enough, and therefore he'll give it to you. So mm-hmm. I think you know what I mean. It, it does, does doesn't really work. And, and then and in fact, the love that you have with your father is a far more broken love than the love that you have with your heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think at times of our pain and and circumstantial issues, right? We tend to I think misunderstand prayer, right? You know, prayer is something that we give to God to receive something that's already there. Yeah. So, like but, there. but when so, you're saying when you're saying like, like why like why haven't you tried praying? The insinuation from that is the qual like the quantity or arguably because that quality of, of prayer, which no, which no, insinuates no, pray harder. I, you know what? It, okay, so <clears throat> I read the Bible um, the other day. Um, Moses gets told by God to go out and, you know, tell you guys are going to have freedom. But mm. because of the, the, the harsh labor, they did not listen to him. Mm. Sort of a thing. Yeah. Right? So the circumstances then give rise to this spiritual blindness, shall I say. Mm. Right? So I guess... To somebody who understands prayer better, like much better than you, you know, I, I do believe when somebody misunder like doesn't understand or it chooses not to be affected by God's grace, comes from a position of bitterness and their circumstantial pain. Mm-hmm. We've seen examples of that in the Bible, right? And and God works through that. Mm. But the ultimate goal is out of that is a better understanding of of what God has in store for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from prayer and it will take time. And of course, the pain at the time may lead you to think that this doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? And, but but I don't think from my experience of my own pain and my experience of prayer is that God has a far longer time horizon or far different time horizon. And sometimes it can be shorter as well than we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, in those times that there are frustrations there. My question to you is that would you mm. be okay with living with taking this medication occasionally? Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah, like I really don't see anything wrong with it at all. Okay. Like I don't think taking this medication is like a lack of my faith. Like, well, yeah, no, I wouldn't, just, I, I wouldn't, because when God created you, he didn't say you're going to take, or when God created a general human being, mm. they have to take these supplements to be healthy. Right? To be cool. Yeah, yeah. So for me, because I would stick to a diet and a lifestyle, mm. right? Yeah. Rather than one that is just, you know. Yeah. Biased. But let me flip the script on that. Okay. Like... God didn't create us as human beings to need supplements of protein or creatine 
magnesium tablets, yeah. um, uh, like glucosamine tablets for people with osteoarthritis, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, you could even take that further. God didn't create us as human beings to have McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. But we do that. Yeah. So for me, it's like I don't see this as like... So is that a degree of these bad things? Say it again? That you've just listed. Is your what you're taking a degree or a lesser degree of these things? For me, like I don't see them as... Uh, like I don't see this thing at, uh, as a bad thing. Like I don't see it as like a... A negative that supplements my life. Tell me, why is it a good thing in your life? It's a, it because it's a, it's a supplement. How does it help you follow Jesus more? It helps me follow Jesus more by actually attuning like my my mental well being. Yeah, and like that makes me makes me go through a work day better. Yeah. It makes me less snappy. It makes me less angry. It makes me less like anxious or stressed. It gives me clarity. Mm. Like you got to hear what I'm saying as well with this. Mm. It, and that's why I'm really stressing this because I, mm. I, I don't want this to get taken out of <laughs> like uh, misconstrued is this is one amongst a lot of things mm. that are important. I mentioned some stuff before about mindfulness. Mm. Like, as you know, like I, I work out, like, like exercise, mm. um, my diet, mm. There's a lot of things, like you've seen even my, my sleep routine at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm aware of all these things because, like, I have this knowledge and understand. That's why I want to share this with people is that, like, yeah, there's genuinely things that you can do that helps with your mental well-being, yeah. that helps with your quality of life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But none of those in and of itself are bad things to do. Now, if somebody was medicated, let's, let's really, like, dig deep into this, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody had depression mm-hmm. and they were medicated for depression mm-hmm. and we were to go... Uh-oh. <laughs> Taxi? No. <laughs> if somebody was to go, did God create you as a human being to have that, to be a human being that has antidepressants? Yeah. You'd go, like, yes, actually, God did. Mm-mm. Okay. Mental well-being and and people's overall health, physical well-being and stuff like that. We know we live in a broken society mm-hmm. and a broken world, and like that is a byproduct of the world that we live in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And no way am I saying that it is purely a, a byproduct of sin. We live in a broken world, mm-hmm. all right? So this is just a, a a byproduct of the world that we live in, sure. and that's where the reality is. You know, there's people who will probably may never overcome some of these issues in this world that we live in. But I think the beauty of Christianity is that there's a hope that we look forward to because everyone is broken. Everyone is uh, skewed Mm. in some way. Is it it diabetics that need insulin? Yes. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, so that's a a, a proper condition, right? Yeah. A proper condition. And insulin is prescribed, I'm sure. Yep. Yep. So if you take insulin as a non-diabetic, you're completely like non-issue. That's bad for you. Mm. Well, you you'd die. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Right? Like if you didn't take your insulin shots when you needed to, you would die. So like diabetics are like immune to a bucket load of insulin coming to their body. That could be another way to look at it. No, 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 no. So that, that so. makes me sound really stupid. So I'm gonna move on from there. If I saw a friend, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm looking at a friend. Yeah. Who took vitamin supplements mm. time, let's say. Mm. I would really encourage that person to get that from the diet and get off those vitamin pills. Yeah, okay. What's that? Because 
fact, one, why, why do you need these tablets if you have a balanced diet? <laughs> Could you have a balanced diet? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because, because the yeah. beauty of having a balanced diet, mm. you know, we get to taste different foods, right? yep. we get to enjoy different yep. foods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, of course. If you weren't crippled by some sort of allergic reaction from foods that had vitamin in it, mm. right? if you weren't. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, you know, there's inefic inefficacies of mm. drug production yep. and the yep. industry that is the drug industry. Yeah, of course. In some ridiculous price or something that could be fabricated at a fraction of the cost. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's another discussion. Mm -hmm. But I would rather somebody like who's like eating these vitamin C tablets to like, hey, like, if you're like sick or something and you need a vitamin C boost or something like that, I'll be like, yeah, okay, because you're not going to be reliant on mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But from a from a good order that God has created, from which we gen we have a lifestyle with, where it involves a good diet and and meeting with people around the table of well balanced foods and, and nutrient nutrients, mm -hmm. you get where I'm going with this. Yeah, I do. So I do. With you as well, I sort of mm. if it is just a supplement, it's not a medical condition. Mm -hmm. That's why I asked the question: Would you consider getting off of it and focus on, I guess, I don't know, exercises or mindfulness? Yeah, yeah. Or and and let's be honest, some form of prayer, because mm -hmm. I, I do yep. I do believe prayer is a is a is a is a circumstance-defying activity. Mm -hmm. It would be and and I know when you're in pain that could be really difficult to do, but I think God gives us the the, the, the methodology of prayer, which is close your eyes and you know and yeah yeah I think it's because it sort of pauses you from that the hecticness and the mm. of yeah. life, right? The wind gushing past your ears sort of thing, which you explained to me is sort of the the, the, the the fountain of your stress, right? That's sort of where I position it. That's where I position it. It's, it's not so much that... It, it, the, I think the initial and the, the, the deepest part of the issue is that you start from this reliance, which then is, a, is an outright addiction, which I don't think where this is at. Mm. But if we were to put that across a spectrum and we want to get to the other end of that spectrum as much as possible, where, where that's living a life of... Um, that, 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 that oneness and wholeness before Christ whilst you may require certain supplements every now and again now mm, mm. could you then live in a life like where many, many constituents of those drugs can be uh, uh, when I say drugs it sounds bad but that that's, that, that additive yep. could come from I guess your diet yeah yeah and, or even, even from the release of certain chemicals in your head from the ways that you process and think about things as well mm. and an aspect yep. change that could improve that what are your thoughts on that yeah, I feel like uh, we're going in different different directions in a couple of things. So, like, we'll, we'll unpack them a bit. Here's the thing. It's hard for someone like me to take <laughs> advice from somebody who doesn't – is not really involved in health and lifestyle. Yeah. So, it's like – like I'd be fair to say, like I don't think you've done a lot of research or understanding yourself okay. on a whole bunch of these things. Okay. So it's it's hard for me to go. Like, it's like if I was to, it's like if I was to give you advice on crypto, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you just be, like you and you literally would just go like, what are you like? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I. I so, so why don't I need this pill? Hey. I get stressed. I mean, you can. Like, and that's why, like, let me let me just unpack. Why don't I need this pill? You, you, it sounds to you that it is an essential part of your life. No, 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 no. It isn't. 
I like I think that's what I was trying to stress before, and that's okay. why I don't I don't think you okay. understood that. Okay. Is it's not something I take regularly. So it isn't essential. So why no. do you why won't you get off of it entirely if it isn't essential? Because like I don't think I am addicted to it. So the conversation about whether I stay on it or or not is irrelevant to me. Well, nobody's addicted to vitamins, mm. but it can be replaced with a lifestyle, right? That's, a, that's a, I think that's what a supplement should be. Right? <clears throat> for me, it's still an irrelevant conversation. Like I said before, like for me, when I do take it, yeah. it helps. So it's not like it oh, has no effect. Yeah. That so that's where I go. If it's something that helps, I would still use it yeah. because the, the byproducts of why and reasoning of why it is helpful yeah. for me is good things. So if I was to go... If I was to exercise five days a week yeah. and go, yep, yeah, you know what, exercise is good, but I don't want to rely on that. I just want to rely on Jesus and his love. I'm not going to exercise. Like I could still rely on Jesus' love and at the end of the day still draw nearer to God, which is the most important thing. But is that the best outcome? No, not really. Is physical well, exercise... Is what the, not the best outcome? Like not exercising and just relying on God to be no, my strength. No, 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 that's not. But exercise is not... Exercise is, I feel like... An encouraged thing, whereas yeah, pill. Yeah, see, I think I think that's where that's where the concern comes from. You is yeah. like you see it as a pill, and there's a the stigma behind pills. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is a whole bunch of things I want to unpack. Is like I don't have a pro relationship with taking pills as well. Like I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think people should just take vitamins just for the sake of it. There's so many like dud vitamins and supplements and. Yeah. Uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies that actually really lean into telling you to take these things with really poor education behind it or yeah, biased education. Right, yeah. yeah, it's 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 sales, right? So I totally hear you on that. Like I, I agree. Like I don't think people should just take medications for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. What people should do is they should do education like and and uh, like check the evidence behind those things. And that's what like I'd encourage you with with this stuff that you're trying to figure out yeah, yeah. with this is like you need to do some education on it, man. Sure. Um, because a lot of things you can get from a diet, that is true, but there's a lot of things that you can't get it from a diet. So one of those is actually creatine. They say creatine is one of the most important supplements that you can take as a as a fitness person because you don't get enough from your diet. So it's actually the most effective and probably the best supplement to take. So for people who exercise a fair bit, like yeah, creatine, you can live without it for sure, and you could you could do pretty okay without it. Yeah. But you could do even better with it. So my theory for that is this thing. The um, I, I kind of doubt that it does better with it, but if you can live without it, uh, okay. Let, let me ask you about pain, right? Yeah. I don't think pain is fun, but I think suffering is necessary in this system. Mm-hmm. I think it's one that could actually draw us close to God mm. as well. Mm. So. You know the the, the the argument that you know suffering is there, therefore God doesn't exist, is a is a is a non-Christian argument, right? Really, and in that in in that line of thinking, I believe everything that happens in our lives does and could point to Christ, and the choice around that has elements of Holy Spirit and your own involved as well, and there's big debates around that too, of course. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just feel that, I just feel that when you, there is a science behind it. I understand it works. I understand, right? It can be good for you. I understand. Okay, but I think I, I, 
I just, I just personally wouldn't. Yeah, and, just, but that's. I just, I just personally wouldn't. That's totally fine, man. Yeah, I, I just personally wouldn't. That's totally fine. Like the thing, the thing about this, like here's the thing: people who drink coffee every day. Yeah. Oh, that's. I, I think there's the issue. And we know, we know that our listeners, our listeners know you don't drink coffee. Yeah. But for you to go, can you live on a life without drinking coffee? Yeah. In superficially is like a fairly, fairly decent thing to ask people. But I think when you sit dig deeper like that's where you got to understand the the reason is behind why people do it and if somebody was like i need this to get through a day Mm -hmm. then i think that that question makes sense but if somebody was like you know what i just really like coffee Mm -hmm. i don't think them drinking coffee every day is a detraction from Mm -hmm. their relationship with god or them hang on a second hang on a second let me let me let me yeah yeah let me let me finish man them living out a life for the glory of god so like Come. drinking as well, like if you're not addicted to alcohol, but yeah, you do drink. Because you should drink as well, and, yeah. and you could uh, you could provide that same so argument. That where that hill sits. Yeah, that's where it sits for me. Okay. And that's where like that's where the reason. Also, I don't think you really understood that. <laughs> I don't think you really got that yet because yeah. again, you you're coming into this conversation with this stigma. Yeah, yeah. Which I respect, man. Like you're the same as my parents. Do you know what I mean? Like I've had I've had these harsh conversations with my parents, man. Like the same thing with protein. Like yeah. this is just probably where my, my <laughs> bit of vulnerability to my parents. But like when I was taking protein, they used to freak out mm. because for them, their understanding of protein is like they've. They've had we've had family friends who used to just drink a lot of protein and apparently they they got really fat and had had issues mm-hmm. and for them in their mind they go oh like taking the supplement protein like why are you doing that you can just get that from a diet for me it's like I, I understand where they're coming from but mm-hmm. I can't respect that even though they're my parents like I love my parents a bit I can't respect that because they haven't done the education and understanding behind it now I don't just take protein hang on hang on let me finish man let me finish I don't just take protein because I don't get that in my diet. I take protein as a supplement to my diet and that's what leads me to, to have the goals that I want to achieve with yeah, like my fitness. I, I, I feel that the, the, the protein is another interesting topic as well. Okay? So at the end of the day, it's, it's the motivation behind it. Like you want to get jacked and you just want to pick up chicks and that's why you want to get jacked, right? I think that's... That's not why everyone yeah. lives though, bro. I know, that's not why everyone lives for but. I would argue that but not, there's, there's, there's work that needs to be done in the fitness industry. Uh, that, in that uh, industry there's a lot of vanity. Uh, yes, right? yes, but I mean, like, okay, you can apply that to everything, man. If we talk about crypto, yeah, exactly. bro, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like in anything. It's anything. Everybody, it's anything. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, right? yeah. But it doesn't mean it can go unaddressed. Of course. So, yep. Like, like we've addressed the brokenness in, in the people that are involved in crypto, right? We've, yep. we've addressed the brokenness in, in fitness as well. So, yep. look, I, look I, that's that's okay. It's just that if I were to see somebody that live on protein shakes mm. for the rest of life, it would just make me a little bit sad. Yeah, yeah. but see, why would that make you sad? It'll make me sad because they built a reliance on it. What do you mean they built a reliance on it? Built a reliance on protein shakes, right? And but you don't know why they're taking it. Nor do you know the understanding of why people take protein shakes. See, in your mind, in my, your mind, you're looking at it as like they're taking it because they're not getting it from a diet. How do you know that? Well, then why do you need to take it? So that's where, like, that's where, man. Like, so if 80% of, comes of, your, of, your, of the protein that you intake comes from diet, mm. 20% comes from drinking a shake, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if 80, 80% is fine in every regard of your life, why, why they 
if you are someone who's like working out, yeah. right, you want to have an increase in protein, yeah, but, which leads but, to muscle. But leads you take it until you're 80. <laughs> yeah, man, like, bro, like, bro. This is again, this is a whole conversation. Like, I don't think. To be honest, like I think a lot of this conversation is like you're not you're not listening to it because you're coming in with mm. your own presuppositions on yeah. on it. So the reality is like you're not gonna understand it, man. You know what I mean? Like I could tell you, I could tell you anything right now, but you wouldn't get it because you're coming in with your own presuppositions. Yeah. I think you've got to be you hold on, you've got to be careful with that because yeah. you can't apply that to life, man. You well, can't apply that to life. Why can't I? put out what I believe is correct because it's not correct what like if, if you think okay. that if you think that all of your judgments um, on life is correct yeah. like shame on you well, I'd be super concerned these decisions because I believe they're correct right but you don't but and you don't know you like you just mentioned before as well like you don't know anything about protein or or even like but the fitness, fitness sense, understanding. From a very fundamental sense of intake. That doesn't. That still doesn't right, matter. Right. If I use, if I require a hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. If I require a hundred, right, mm-hmm. and I get eighty just fine from the diet, and twenty from the. So, like, that's where fitness is in that. Like, I mean, our body, our body understanding is not just that simple. Okay. So, if we use this same example okay, for crypto, so wrong, then. Okay, so yeah. Fitness. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you need then to replace your diet? <laughs> Because like, so let's just say if you're working out, right? Yeah. So you're, let's just say you're doing your biceps, you're working out your muscles, you're going into overload, essentially going into muscle, your muscles tear, Tear, right? Torn. So you're from needing 100 to to 120 now, for example. Yeah, use that as an example, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, And in order to have that like reproduction, not reproduction, so. The regeneration. Regeneration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have an increase in protein okay. to break down peptides to create muscle sure. mass. So yep. I have five pieces of chicken that I normally do. Yep. I worked out. Can I have a sixth one? Say it again. Can I have a sixth piece of chicken? If you if you had five pieces of chicken, depends on what your goals are, man. So if your goals are to try and put on muscle or to maintain, yeah. you can. If it was to lose weight, mm. probably not. Yeah. If you had it today and you had less calories the next day yeah. you can man so again like this this is not as simple like a equals b there's not like you just have a hundred grams of protein in a day and that's it like all right, cool. all right well i just hope that as a friend like when i see a friend doing anything i'll be like why are you doing this yeah definitely but like man that's what like as a friend yeah you need to not just state your opinions you got to make sure you have some back into them yeah join yeah because like you're gonna sound but that's what i'm like i'm yeah. literally trying to call you out on it but you're not understanding yeah. you're still going but i would still wouldn't tell my friends to have protein at 80 years old or i would tell them not to have this medication it's like yeah. you're just not understanding like I could, that's why like, I could tell you anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're literally just going like, my truth is the yeah, truth. Yeah. But even knowing what you've shared with me, even knowing what you've shared with me, I also, I still feel that. I still feel that, you know. I know you do. Yeah. Because of what we just said. And that's where like, you, you, this is generally, this no, no, is. No, 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 no. I, I do pick up what you're saying. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. I pick up what you're saying. It doesn't really sound like that, but. <laughs> yeah, but, but I still don't think it's required. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And again, like it is, it is what it is. Like yeah, I mean, is everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. I get it. 
it's convenient. But well, let's let's just like let's go on a slight tangent, yeah. which I think is probably more important because yeah. like we we don't really need to yeah. talk more about this stuff. Yeah. Is I think Christians need to watch out for the presuppositions we put into life. Yeah, right. Like that is imperative because you've seen that in in history of how Christians have done that yeah. poorly. Mm-hmm. So I'd say watch out for that, man. And like one thing that we did talk about a little bit today. Yeah, I'd also um, argue then watch out for justifying your wife too much as well. Of course, yeah, yeah. And like that's what the discussion here is really about. Mm-hmm. People take drugs and find Jesus and go to heaven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, we also justify with a lot of knowledge within our heads that something is right and something is wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Knowledge has been proven time and time again could be potentially wrong, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it is always wrong. In fact, some knowledge just comes directly from God, right? And yeah, that's, yeah. that's okay, and that's okay. And we would never know. Of we, course. Like, we've only got the information that's in front of us now, that's, man. That's, that's, that's and so, like, yeah. then that's what we know in terms of the health industry as well, man, is, like, like evidence is constantly evolving. So if you stay in one point of mind, then, like, you're going to lose out. You know, in 20 years' time, if they go, like, oh, this stuff – is useless then you go based on the evidence like this stuff is pretty useless and you yeah, move yeah. on from it yeah, yeah. so that's the whole thing of like empirical evidence and like it, obviously it exactly, plays an, exactly a factor right. into our faith yeah, exactly right but exactly right. we talk about you know saying justifying your lifestyle yeah. the presuppositions yes it's important to like not justify your lifestyle man but if you provide presuppositions into people's lives that's like you gotta watch out for that man like but there is right and wrong there isn't though. Yeah, like, let's just come back to what we were talking about before. Right or wrong. No, 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 no. So, like, let's come back to what we were talking about before yeah. in terms of like mental yeah. health. Like, yeah. are you gonna say that there's a right and wrong into someone medicating themselves for mental health? No, that's not what I said. If you have a cold, go take a Panadol. If you have a mental illness, go take the Panadol equivalent for your hair. Mm-hmm. Right? Not a problem. <laughs> I just pray that your head will come back to a stage where you won't really need to take Yeah, and what if it doesn't? What if it doesn't? Well, then I guess that's just how God created you to be. So then are you you going to presuppose that somebody taking medications for mental health is... I'm going to pray that God will heal them sooner than later. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I don't think God's beyond, God's under that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think God is beyond that, and that's a God I believe in. Of course, of course. Yeah, well, I think we so, just got to so be without without knowing what I do and whatever. I'm not I'm not gonna stop praying for a friend who is chronically ill mm. and say, oh, you're just chronically ill, so you can take that medication. That's fine. Mm. You just keep taking that medication. The medication works for you, right? Mm. Clearly, it does. It's been proven that it doesn't. Yeah. Evidence, medical science has proven it. Yeah. That doesn't mean, Lord, I pray that this person will have a holistic life. Mm. Would I go to a legless person and say, Lord, I pray that this person will, you know, grow a leg or something. Or maybe, I don't know, like, you know, God, you know, crazier things have happened in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. And I, and I don't know how I really position myself. Mm. If, if this could be a healing, someone, mm. you know, someone could have terminal illness and people go to him and pray for them. Yeah, of course. Like, that's the thing. We've got to, like, we believe in a God who can yeah. move mountains, but yeah. what we're going to be... because this person is frustrated with that illness, that yeah. doesn't stop me from encouraging them. Yeah. And also professing some level of truth in some sensitivity mm. and relational basis. Yeah, but we still need to be careful that we don't go prayer solves issues. And like if you pray deeper or, or harder, yeah, but, it will but, solve but issues. The issue of that situation was that that person had departed from the love of Jesus Christ because of the circumstances, which we've seen Israelites do. 
then I think prayer does help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, yeah. just directly at that person with them in, in forceful in that position. Yeah. But at least with your dialogue with God, right? And, and God being intervened in overarching situations. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I guess, what we call miracles, right? It's being able to see God in yep. the outworkings of what happens in our lives, right? So yep. at the end of the day, right, God knows. But even the magnitude and quantity of that prayer yeah. is not what's going to lead to no, certainly not, an outcome. Certainly not, but the existence of that prayer, right? Yes, is, is the most important. important for what's already there to be given to us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the magnitude doesn't really matter, right? Although a, a lifestyle built around faith will obviously lead to such a magnitude, right? Anyway, <laughs> so at the end of the day, God knows, God knows more than you, God knows more than me. God loves more than I love you. God loves more than you love yourself. <laughs> um, and so ultimately, I think the goal would be to just put our faith in that. I, whilst have some worries with you, even after hearing all this information, call that ignorance, call that a bigot, call that any negative words you might think of, again, it comes from a place of love, mm. right? And if it's misdirected, well, then God will have a lesson to teach me as well, right? And I think, I think more often than not, Christians should just learn to um, bring things before God. Like, you you feel like you've hit a wall with me. I feel like I've hit a wall with you. Mm. But that wall is a tiny wall to God. So instead of, you know, we, we express love to each other as friends and as brothers. And then at some point, you leave it to God and say, hey, God, we pray for this situation. Um, and you work your work your magic and your grace out. Mm. Right? And so, and so to all the listeners out there who are having any kind of issue in their life, whether it's mental, physical, financial, relational, um, or just outright bitterness and brokenness, um, we will never understand. Mm-hmm. We can never understand all of these problems. Mm-hmm. Your close friend of mine, Max, still can't understand, mm-hmm. right? And that's where God says, hey, leave room for me, mm-hmm. right? Because I can, I can come in and do a lot more than you guys can do for each other. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know what, like, you're right. I don't have the right to say whether you're right or wrong. I guess I never will have that right. Mm. And to have such a right is a pressure of it in itself. Yeah. One that only God can handle. Mm. So, um, I think the end goal is I will continue to love you as God has shown me to love you and hope you do to me the same and for us unto others as well. Because mm-hmm. we did also talk about like the people that we met here as well and we, we are sort of commenting on their lifestyle and we're sort of thinking about it too and we go, huh, we just part the sea and see what God does. Mm. That, that's all it is. And, and that, that continually goes on our life. It's, it's interesting because, like, what would it mean, like, to actually have a friend that is actually outright addicted to drugs? Mm. Like, bad stuff, bad stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the one proven by science to be bad. Mm-hmm. What would our, what would the administrator of our love look and, and to ask that question is a shameful one as well, in that we haven't been a community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some ways too, but um, I think in 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 reality is like the the likelihood of somebody who believes in 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 Jesus, uh, and the correlation of that, like an active like faith in Jesus, and you know an active life in in hard drugs, it's probably quite unlikely. Unlikely. I, 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 I think absolutely. the more the more someone like leans into to faith in Christ, some, the, the the you know that that is a starker difference in that. Yeah. But I think the thing that's really interesting for us to think about is uh, is having a friend who's like addicted to to any addiction. So we talked about caffeine as an example. Yeah. 
pornography as an example, but the big thing that as well that I think is really important that we need to do a podcast on is someone who has mental health and somebody who has it quite strongly where they've tried different elements. And we actually have a friend who I can tell you after the podcast who who ha- has really strong mental health, you know, and has tried a lot of things that the, the world says is helpful, which hasn't been helpful. And I can tell you from the bottom of my heart that that guy is an active example to me of what grace looks like, sorry, faith in Christ looks like because there's no other way that he should be around now if he wasn't a Christian. And I can tell you that right now. So for me, he is a genuine example of what faith looks like because for someone like him to still hold on to the idea of of life is quite full on. So I think those are those are really important things to to wrap our heads around. Is like the reality is there's times where like we we live in a very solution based society where like sometimes there aren't solutions to it, and that's where you have to surrender that to to the will of God. And 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 to see. God through people's brokenness yeah I think is a privilege of an in itself mm. through my own brokenness as well at the end of the day so mm. um, yeah let's just let's just continue to worship him and praise him um, how many broken things have we seen this weekend yeah, yeah. how many broken things have we seen in inshallah <laughs> we just saw a broken glass <laughs> ourselves right yeah so, um, so I think um, I think I think we have a very holistic God in that sense in that we have a God that speaks into our lives one clearly deserving of our worship mm. thanks for joining us today see you next time we're, we're, we're still friends <laughs>